Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. We are not debtors to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you received a spirit of adoption, through which we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if only we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. The word of the Lord. Our God is the God of salvation. God arises, his enemies are scattered, and those who hate him flee before him. But the just rejoice and exult before God. They are glad and rejoice. The father of orphans and the defender of widows is God in his holy dwelling. God gives a home to the forsaken. He leads forth prisoners to prosperity. Blessed day by day be the Lord who bears our burdens. God who is our salvation. God is a saving God for us. The Lord, my Lord, controls the passageways of death. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was teaching in a synagogue on the Sabbath, and a woman was there who for 18 years had been crippled by a spirit. She was bent over, completely incapable of standing erect. When Jesus saw her, he called to her and said, Woman, you are set free of your infirmity. He laid his hands on her, and she at once stood up straight and glorified God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant that Jesus had cured on the Sabbath, said to the crowd in reply, There are six days when work should be done. Come on those days to be cured, not on the Sabbath day. The Lord said to him in reply, Hypocrites, does not each one of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his ass from the manger and lead it out for watering? This daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound for 18 years now, ought she not to have been set free on the Sabbath day from this bondage? When he said this, all his adversaries were humiliated. And the whole crowd rejoiced at all the splendid deeds done by him. The Gospel of the Lord. About 200 years before Christ was born, the Jews revolted against their Greek masters who had ruled them for over a century. This is recounted in the book of Maccabees. In chapter 2 of that book, a, a battle ensued, but the Jews refused to fight. They decided instead to just get mowed down. Why? Well, it was Saturday, which was the Sabbath. And the Jewish law stated Jews were not supposed to do any manual labor. The rabbis and scribes argued that lifting a sword to defend oneself constituted manual labor. Other things Jews were not supposed to do on the Sabbath included putting out a lamp, sewing two stitches together, writing two letters of the alphabet, or 
tying or untying a knot in a rope. But, according to some rabbis, well, there were ways to bend these rules. The knot tying, for example. If a camel driver could untie the knot from a camel's halter with one hand, that would not be a violation of the Sabbath. It was forbidden to tie a rope to a bucket and lower it down a well, but if you used a long strip of cloth, then you are not violating the Sabbath. And so, as was his custom, Christ was in a synagogue on the Sabbath. Seeing a woman bent over and crippled, he had compassion. Luke gathered from eyewitnesses that the woman had been bent over for 18 years. Luke also recorded that the woman, a daughter of Abraham, was healed immediately. That was an important word. Christ did not send the woman for six to eight weeks of physical therapy. No, the healing was instantaneous and miraculous. All who saw it were amazed and rejoiced at the splendid deed. But then the synagogue leader, scrambling to defuse the situation, he cried foul. He blurted out that the miraculous healing was performed on the Sabbath, and that made it invalid. Luke wrote Christ had laid his hands on her. Perhaps if he only used one hand, that would have made it valid? Who knows? What we do know is that the synagogue official must have lost all credibility at that point. Everyone in the synagogue had just witnessed a great miracle, a sign pointing to Christ's divinity. But all the synagogue man could do was claim that rules were broken. What did he want Christ to do? Uncure the woman? Return her to her bent-over state? None of this, of course, was an accident. Christ cured the woman on the Sabbath to show that the old law of bondage was being fulfilled and superseded by the new law of grace. Those who lived by the old law were cursed. As St. Paul wrote the Galatians, because they could not keep it without cheating, without bending the rules, without being hypocrites, which Christ called the synagogue officials. And who wants to be a hypocrite? Who wants to be bent over in sin, tied up in wicked knots due to a hypocritical life? The old law ended with the splendid deed on Calvary, which is perpetuated at Holy Mass. This is Christ's perfect sacrifice, which frees the children of Abraham from bondage. 